Hey, I'm Brother Matt. And I'm Damien Torres Patello, and welcome to Along the Way. We have a special guest today, many of you know, Father James Martin, uh, from his writing and his social media presence, and he's the chaplain of the Colbert Nation. And he has a new book called Learning to Pray, A Guide for Everyone. Um, it's a New York Times bestseller, and it's really practical, and we're excited to have Jim on with us today. Jim, welcome to Along the Way. We are so excited to have you. Yeah, welcome. Great to be with you, brothers. Um, now, we're in Lent. What associations do you have with Lent, either from growing up or from the Jesuits? What do you affiliate in your in your memory with Lent? Well, my earliest memories would be giving things up. I mean, I didn't come from a super religious family, but we did give things up. And I do remember on Good Friday, um, we weren't allowed to watch TV or listen to the radio from 12 to 3. I oh, mean, we, we didn't go to mass or any services, but that was basically it. So a lot of giving up. And then in the Jesuits, I came to see it more as, you know, as you would know, a spiritual preparation. So mm -hmm. less the giving up and more the the preparing and the conversion. Yeah. And is there anything in that in that reengagement as a Jesuit? I, I think we all went through a similar unlearning and relearning. Did, did you have to disassociate from from that? Um, scorecard mentality from, from Lent? Well, I did. I mean, I, I love the word metanoia, um, mm -hmm. which is what, you know, Jesus and John the Baptist uses and in, um, in terms of introducing their ministry. And certainly it comes up in Lent a lot. And I, I think, you know, we tend to translate that as, as repentance or penitence, which usually means I'm aware of my sins. I'm sorry for my sins. I won't do it again. But for me, it's, it's much more of a conversion, a real change of mind and heart. And so that's, I, I see it more as a kind of deepening of your spiritual life, less as, you know, less as giving things up, which can help for some people. But for me, I try to be, you know, kinder, gentler, more charitable. Um, I do get, give some things up, but for me, that's not the focus. It's more that I try to, you know, engage in the more metanoia part of it. Hmm. I love that. Is, is there like a hope? I just, I was, you were speaking, I was thinking about a play, um, uh, a, a play that at the beginning of the play, the main character is one way at the end of the play, they should end up another way. And so like Lent kind of has that same journey. Maybe. Do you think that is, that's the journey that when you enter Lent, you enter in a particular way. And then when you, when Ent, Ent, when Lent ends or concludes that you end up another way. Yeah. You hope so with God's grace. You hope that your, your heart is softened a little bit, that you're more loving, that you're more whatever. And I, I think that's for me, that's, that's a, more Christian goal than, okay, I'm not going to have chocolate or I'm going to go to the gym every for the next 40 days because a lot of people just give it up. Mm -hmm. And then like Easter comes and they gorge on, you know, like marshmallow peeps or chocolate <laughs> bunnies or whatever. And, you know, you would hope that after Lent, you know, someone doesn't go back to being a jerk again. Mm -hmm. Right. So I, I do think that's, that's the case. I mean, I think we're doing that all along, but Lent helps us to focus more specifically on that, that time to really say it's time for me to look at conversion and what that means. What, what, what would that mean in my life? It might mean something different for each person. Yeah. Last week we were talking about how Lent can become an idol of itself, that like mm -hmm. the, the rule following can get in the way of actually the encounter with God. And uh, we see that in, the, in this week's, this is the third Sunday of um, Lent, uh, the money changers in the temple. They started, I imagine, as, you know, religious holy people who who kind of got their wires twisted a little bit on the focus. And, and I think we're hearing a little resonance from what you're sharing about Lent. 
Yeah, I think there's two interesting points there. Um, One, we can get so focused on the rules. Someone just texted me last night and said, you know, is Sunday a free day for, you know, giving (laughs) things up? And I just thought, okay, I mean, it's a it's a fair question, but I think it sort of ignores the, the conversion aspect of it. And yeah, the money changers, I mean, like I, I'm very reliant on um, Amy Jill Levine's books, uh, The Misunderstood Jew. She talks mm. about basically how we can't kind of lump all these people together. The Pharisees were bad. The Sadducees were bad. The money changes were bad. But but yeah, they I mean, Jesus sees them as basically focused more on uh, the commerce. And I think he's he's upset because what he sees as holy, the temple is being desecrated. Um, and, you know, exactly. They're they're they feel like they're following the rules, but they seem to have kind of gotten out of step. Um, and again, it's, it's that, it's that conversion. What were we called in our own lives um, to, to look at, maybe to look at the rules a little more differently, you know, where are the rules actually preventing us from, you know, living more deeply with, with God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, isn't that, the, that that's an operative word that you just used focus. Like it's mm-hmm. a reorienting in some way. Mm-hmm. And to your other point too, I was, I rec- I'm reminded of an interview um, and some late night talk show with Adam Driver. Oh. And he was being interviewed for one of the Star Wars movies that he was in. And he was asked, um, uh, what is it like to play an evil person? And his response was, the character that he was playing, who I can't remember, Kylo Ren. That's his mm-hmm. name. He said that Kylo Ren isn't evil. He just thinks he's right. Um, and so that puts on a whole twist of, of, of what you were saying about the Pharisees and Sadducees and the money collector. They're not bad. They just think that they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. So the focus is wrong. And so it's just kind of turning around to a different orientation. Great point. I mean, I think that we can, you know, you can take the Pharisees point of view. I mean, Jesus is, you know, supposedly breaking the rules, right? And that's what it seems to him like. And, and the question is, I think in our own lives, Damien, like, where are we being like the worst part of the Pharisees, right? And where are we being like, uh, you know, people who are only, you know, looking at the rules. And it's it's true. And I, I, I he also played a, a good, he also played a Jesuit, which was nice. So hopefully yes. he, was, he, was, he had a little bit of a conversion experience himself. Yeah, where are we letting the rules sort of over overtake our desire to help people flourish, to help people love, right? To, to encounter God. Um, and I think that's a, I think that's an important question, especially for, you know, all three of us who are members of religious orders, right? Like where, where are we sort of promoting rules that are actually getting in the way of people's encounter with God? I found, I find that so refreshing with what Pope Francis has shared recently. He's mm-hmm. kind of shaking the bush a little bit about being like, don't get it, don't get it twisted. Like, why are we doing this? Who are we doing this for? And I think that's really helpful because that's a great reminder, even for prayer every day. Like, why am I doing this today? Am I giving up whatever? Am I giving up meat just because I want to, or I'm told to, or <laughs> is this coming from a place of generosity? Am I hoping yeah. to grow? Yeah. And I mean, am I giving these things up in order to be more loving? Basically, mm-hmm. now some, for some people, it helps, right? It helps them. It's a good spiritual discipline. I don't want to kind of cast, uh, you know, doubt on giving things up, but it needs to have an end. And the end cannot simply be, you know, I don't want to gain weight from chocolate. I mean, which is somewhat self-centered. It should be, you know, if it's, if it's, I'm going to, you know, fast from chocolate and give the money to the poor, or I'm going to fast from chocolate as a way of kind of strengthening my spiritual resolve overall. But not just am I going to fast from chocolate so I can gorge on Easter right. and, you know, like cram a entire chocolate bunny in my mouth. Right? <laughs> I mean, you know, some people do that, you know, like at 12 o'clock, you know, on, you know, Holy Saturday night, you know, OK, it's Easter. Now it's time to gorge or to get drunk or, 
that right. to me, I, I, you know, I mean, as, as the old Testament says, that is not an acceptable fast. That is not an acceptable fast. Now, speaking of fast, I, I want to bring up something which I find absolutely delightful is that your good friends who are Jewish pick mm-hmm. things for you to give up. Can you tell us a little bit about this? Yeah, it's I, I, what I find fascinating is people are kind of fascinated by this. So when I was at the university of Pennsylvania, not a Jesuit or Catholic school by any stretch of the imagination, <laughs> Probably half to three quarters of my friends were Jewish, uh, you know, all throughout college. And, you know, I still have all my Jewish friends from Penn. And they said, well, tell us about Lent. They were fascinated by Catholicism and all these strange rituals. And I said, well, I give things up. Well, who decides if you give things up? And I said, well, I do. And they said, which was reasonable. Well, where's the challenge in that? Right. (laughs) And I said, yeah, well, who do you think should tell me? And they said, we should tell you what to give up. So the first year they told me what to give up. It was orange soda, which I was kind of addicted to, like staying up at night. And then they continued to tell me to give things up every year. And my friend Rob, who I uh, roomed with uh, after after college, he has taken it over. And every Ash Wednesday, without fail, he and now his family send me an email. Um, it used to be a phone call. Uh, and he tells me a, a spice, a candy, and a, and a food to give up. So this year... This year it was za'atar, um, the Israeli spice, um, mints, M-I-N-T-S, and uh, waffles. And uh, he's actually running out of stuff to make me give up. <laughs> Funny enough, the year I entered the Jesuits, I mean, this is like 40 years. The year I entered the Jesuits was, of course, everyone loved it. Um, you need to give up sex now. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it's, uh, um, that's already part of the plan. Yeah, right, right, right. So are these yeah. things that are like... And waffles and mints and zatar are those is that what i said that right that right spice is that are those things you eat a lot are they really well, you know, it's <laughs> I mean, now it's, it's a big joke but sure, what sure. i do i mean i obviously i mean i obviously give other things up right like awesome. i try to be kind and charitable but i actually just just for the hell of it for the last four years i've actually given those things up so like sometimes it's hard mm-hmm. like one year was burgers Mm. And I said, well, I'm, I guess I'm giving it up. So it's, it's actually not a bad discipline to have someone else kind of impose it, but yeah. mainly it's fun. And, yeah. uh, yeah. you know, Rob, he does it with great like fanfare and it's like the, the subject line, you know, father Martin's 2021. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. What I like about that is there's a, last week Damien and I were talking about like a communal accountability in a healthy way for Lent. I kind of love that. Like even, even someone outside the faith kind of like, you know, making sure you're you're doing what you said you're going to do and i love that and it's actually really sweet i mean would that would that imagine you know jesuits told other jesuits in their community what to give up right? <laughs> I mean, we were discussing that a little bit before uh, we started but yeah i mean that would be that actually you know might not be such a bad thing like give up swearing or give up you know being negative or yeah. But uh, I don't know if that's ever going to happen. That brings such insight to see what people actually see that you do. <laughs> well, right. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't that be interesting? You know, you tell me what to give up, right? And <laughs> if, if someone is actually a good friend, it would be probably really healthy. Yeah. Instead of, again, you know, my, my, my friend's point was actually well taken. Well, mm-hmm. like, why should you tell yourself what to give up? You know, that's right. kind of easy. They were kind of horrified, actually. <laughs> <laughs> In our community, this we wanted to do something together for Lent, in addition to, you know, praying and whatnot. Uh, we're going to do Tuesday night Lenten movies, 
Ooh. So as a so like as movies a, that movies that are like penances for you that you're gonna hate, <laughs> like those old timey Catholic movies that are really poorly made. No, uh, like um, you know, Integrate Silence or uh, Silence. You know, we just referenced uh, what's his name, Adam. Adam Driver. Driver. Adam Driver. Yeah. 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 So yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna watch like a, a series of movies that are gripping. And wow, gripping. that's so. a great idea. Yeah. Uh, with with appropriate social distancing, I'm sure. Exactly, right? of course, of course, masked and. You know, what's the uh, What's the first one? Uh, I think for the greater glory about the Mexican Revolution. Oh gosh, uh, yes. So you know what I, I I watched recently and liked very much uh, the new Fatima movie. Have you seen mm, that? No, no, it's good. It's really well done. I mean, it's it's you know it's it's along the lines of Song of Bernadette, right? It's the story of the apparitions, but really well done. I really enjoyed it. Now, there, there you go. There's another. Well, add it to our list. movie. I'm taking a, a theology and film class, and our, we're watching oh. our first film. What is soon. it? It is Bruce Almighty. Yes, Bruce film. Almighty is quoted in my book, uh, "Learning to Pray," um, <laughs> uh, in terms of how God hears our prayers. There's that famous scene where he becomes God, and he suddenly has 1.5 million emails in his in his <laughs> inbox. It's pretty funny. That's, that's hilarious. Um, well, Damien, I think it's that time. Yes, it's time to to pray. We will invite um, James Martin here to give us our meditation. Before we begin, let's settle ourselves into um, where we are and into ourselves. And let us recognize that right now in this moment is a new moment of our day. And that what was, what has come before this moment will return after this moment. So we can set it aside and invite God and the Holy Spirit into an intentional part of our day. So take a deep breath in and then let it out. And if you're able to, close your eyes. If not, look around and see what's around you and give gratitude for everything that you see. As we enter the third week of Lent, how do you find yourself these days? Are you grateful, stressed, annoyed, noticing God more, feeling far from God? Pray over where you are, how you find yourself. Now, what do you need to let go of this week? Expectations, perfection, comparing yourself to others? What do you most want to ask God to take away from you? Or what do you most want to give to God? Just think about unburdening yourself, letting it go.
Now speak to God as you would a good friend. St. Ignatius says we should talk to God as one friend to another. And why don't you ask God for what you need help with this week? So let's take a deep breath in and let it out and acknowledge the moment will continue to the rest of your day. Thank you. Thank you. My pleasure. Join us again next week as we move into the fourth week of Lent, anywhere podcasts are found. And we'd like to thank Eric Clayton and Mike Jordan-Lasky for their help producing along the way. Be sure and check out Father James Martin's book, Learning to Pray, a guide for everyone on Amazon or wherever you get books. And special thanks to Padre Gotuma at On Being for suggesting the name Along the Way, which comes from St. Mark's Gospel. And next week, I think actually Patrick's going to be on our show. <gasps> And remember, God loved you first. Let's go forth today and live our lives as our response to that love. Mm. This is Damien from Along the Way. Brother Matt and I will be going live on Instagram Wednesday, March 10th at 7.30 p.m. Eastern, 4.30 p.m. Pacific. Ask questions, chat with us, pray with us, live on Instagram. Join us.